Every day, I am getting one step closer to having another healthy baby, and Caraway Home is helping me do that. Their ceramic, naturally slick surface cookware allows you to cook with minimal butter. Uh, they're very easy to clean, just a little warm water, you wipe it down. And the best part is, is that Caraway products are made without any toxic materials like BFASs, BTFEs, and a bunch of other things like I can't even pronounce. So you don't have to worry about that. Um, right now, visit Caraway wayhome.com slash TSFS to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive to my Sarah Fraser Show listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash TSFS or use code TSFS at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. It's time for you to see what all the fuss is about, read about their five-star reviews and why so many TSFS fans buy Caraway Home. Order now. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Welcome to a brand new episode of TSFS. Of course, that stands for the Sarah Fraser Show. It is all about TLC Talk today. Every single week, I do a TLC Talk episode where I recap some of the biggest tea that is happening with your favorite TLC shows. 90 Day Fiance, before the 90 days, we have to talk about episode two aired this week. Is anybody like feeling a little sexed out, like just a slight bit sexed out with, you know, between I'm also live on TikTok, so I'm sure I can't even say this because on TikTok, like, uh, my God, if you even mention like anything SEX related, they like ban you instantly. But uh, on 90 Day Fiance before the 90 Day season six that just dropped. So if you haven't started watching, there's still plenty of time. We're only two episodes in. Um, prepare yourself because these episodes are over an hour. The longest fucking television show in history. It goes on and on and on. The only thing longer is shiny, happy people and the um, curious case of Natalia Barnett, the uh, orphan dwarf who we thought was like, you know, possessed and harassing this family in the Midwest. Turns out they were batshit crazy to the bone. Anyhow, I don't know. It's a trend recently in television. It's a trend. I, I, I don't know about you guys, but this is why I enjoy Stars on Mars, okay? It's like seven minutes of commercial and, you know, 30 minutes of show maybe, and we're out, you know? I, I just, I need, I, I, these shows are so long. So <laughs> there's still time to get on board and clear your schedule, okay, for 90 Day Fiance before the 90 Days season six. But it is, let, let's just 
warn you, okay? I'm going to get into that. The, the sex the sex discussions I think have gotten to the point it's it's almost um I don't know, it's almost distracting I think at this point from the show. Um the couples like I just Gino and Jasmine, I mean I I don't even know what to say. It, it's her like getting anal butt plugs from the friends. I mean it's just like and then I guess I didn't realize that she lost her teaching job because of being on 90 Day Fiance, the franchise, and all the SCX chat that she did. I didn't realize that, but she, you know, she discloses that in before the 90 days. Also, they're being featured again. They've been featured prior in before the 90 days. And uh, why are they being featured again? You know, I have two theories on this. One, I think TLC probably needed another couple, and they obviously still do not have approval for their K-1 visa, bringing Jasmine here to the U.S. Two, I I do think they're one of those couples that's like a train wreck of a couple that people enjoy following. So I I don't know who. I am with you. Like people on the comments, Lori is like, why is Gino back on? I'm not a fan. Um, They're only being brought back for ratings and drama. Kayla says, I mean, 100%, right? Gino and Jasmine provide a ton of drama. They're also willing to go there with their immense amount of sex talk. And um, it's getting a little disturbing. (laughs) Like it's getting, I'm just like, aside from this prenup that we know, you know, Gino is going to drop on her ass. And now she wants him to sign over all of his belongings to her before they're even married because she's giving up her family. She's giving up everything. Um, You know, I mean, they are. They're good. They're good drama. But I just, the sex talk is unbelievable. The 18-year age difference is wild. And, um, I, you know, I, I think they're very much together. Her plastic surgery, a lot of people have had a ton of comments about that this season. People are very bothered by it. She's had a lot of plastic surgery. She's now being compared to Darcy and Stacy. that she's gone too far. She said the teeth done, the boobs done, a tummy tuck, a nose job. If you follow her on Instagram, she's documented it all. And uh, I... Look, I always tell people, do what you want with plastic surgery. You should do what you want. I just, it's like, it's it's rare that you find somebody that looks good, I think. And the, the problem is, is she, was, she is so beautiful and she was stunning, I feel like, two surgeries ago. Is that like a thing? <laughs> I don't know what the surgery amount is, but she was stunning two surgeries ago. And now it's just... Oh, it's it's looking like a lot. Um, but, I, you know, I'm going to get into the breakdown of this because the other thing that people had that there's been some controversy about season six before the 90 days is a lot of people feel like a little bit we've almost tipped the edge of taking advantage of people maybe that really are somewhat clueless a little bit in love because of the couple matchups that we have. All right. So Tyree is one of them. If you guys, the the entire internet is rallying around Tyree on this show. Tyree is the guy who has been with his girlfriend, Carmela, for four years, only to be revealed by producers that Carmela is a man um, that he has been sending money to since essentially 2020. And a lot of people feel like, okay, probably producers knew this from day one. 
why are we following this man? Um, poor Tere has some, you know, serious probably life issues. And what is going to be the outcome for him? You know, the in season in episode two, we see his family rallying around him. He can't even handle the information. I mean, this is like borderline catfish for me. It's almost a little bit like, could we, did we rush this season? Did we not find enough people that really had like true love stories from before the 90 days? I don't know. I mean, I'm not the producer, but it just seems that, you know, Carmela in Barbados, who's a man, I don't see how we're going to follow him any longer. It's sad. Like maybe from the positive from this show is he ends up, somebody reaches out to him that has true interest in him, but it really is not looking all that great. Um, The other person, now Amanda is very interesting. Okay. So Amanda is the one that lost her husband to cancer, Jason. And now she's, you know, met her new man, uh, you know, oh my God, is is saying it right? Rosvin? I think I am, right? Oh my God. Anyhow, Rosvin. Um, so she's seeing him and, you know, we're, we're following. He's supposed to be an Instagram model and like a TikTok star. He poses without his shirt on. He has to like flirt with, um, you know, women or whatever. Now, there's a lot to of speculation about Amanda and she's denied this. You may have seen the report. It's been circulating on Twitter that Amanda was actually seeing Rosvin, while her husband was dying of cancer, I I find this hard to believe. A lot of people have um, put the timelines together and essentially are saying, like, her husband died in, you know, 2021. The show started shooting in 2021. And how could that be that these two, you know, absolutely, like, she was already talking to him, like, already setting the scene. She's completely denied this, by the way. The timeline does not seem to add up. It seems to be more people speculating online. I mean, to me, she seems pretty broken. And and he, this guy seems like such a great fit for her for, like, a hookup. You know what I mean? A rebound. But again, it's like, is he really going to marry her and take care of her and her kids? <sighs> I just, uh, I don't see it. She's like grieving. She needs like grieving counseling. Now, I will say what I do appreciate is that her family seems to like, her friend really steps in and is like, you're grieving. You know, that's why you're you're trying to meet this man and go overseas. So, you know, look, not much is developed. In episode two, she goes to see Rosvin. Um, and, you know, they they kiss, they FaceTime the kids. People made a huge deal about this scene because the son asks, like, where she's sleeping, essentially. She says she's going to sleep on the couch. They go and sleep, like, in his bed. She says she's not going to have sex with him. Like, again, I don't find this that controversial. I mean, I think she seems like a broken widow. Now, the timeline that people are questioning is she says that her late husband and she were together, Amanda, for 12 years, married eight. He passed away in early 2023, and filming for the show took place end of 2022, early 2023. She clapped back on June 7th of this month. Also, my children knew Rosvin as being my friend, only nothing more. And she says that she was not seeing Rosvin when her husband was sick. So that's her take. I haven't seen, I mean, I don't, you don't see any like posts, like, you know, text messages between the two. Nothing's leaked. So, and she wrote a huge thing too. My late husband and I were together for 12 years. He passed away 
early 2022. Filming for the show took place end of 2022, early 2023. My children never knew anything about Rosvin as except for being my friend and nothing more. Regarding me leaving them to go to Romania, they were perfectly well taken care of and stayed in our home with family so that their regular routine was never interrupted. My children are my world. I would never do anything to cause them any trauma or pain. I mean, she seems like a good mom to me, I have to say. She's getting a lot of backlash for their relationship online. She's seen, I know so many widows, so many widows that they, after they are widowed, like immediately they get back into the dating pool. So many people, this happened to my mom. Like my dad passed away, I think within six months, I think she was like engaged and getting ready to get remarried. I mean, it's just so traumatic when your spouse of 12 years dies a little bit I mean I feel guilty even like watching her that's the thing because it's like oh you know she's just in so much pain still she wants a father figure for these kids I mean they go to bed at night kissing the box of his ashes like it was it's so hard to watch (sighs) anyhow uh, I don't really find anything nefarious about her. Um, and then we have David. You know, everybody is following David's situation, um, who is deaf. Um, and he's so sweet. You know, the thing with David is, I call him the Nozempic Benon Ozempic doctor. I'm talking about Dr. Applin and his wife who founded My Optimal Body. I am so happy about this. These are the first mindful eating-based doctors I have ever partnered with. They see patients nationwide, and they are seeing more patients who have been on Ozempic, and Ozempic has failed for them. What makes My Optimal Body so unique, and why am I endorsing them? It's because Dr. Applin actually looks at food additives, your, your addiction to food, your mental health. They do a whole look at you, including your gut health. Many of Dr. Applin's patients are working out, restricting their diets, and still gaining weight. Why is that? Because something's going on in your body and with your mind. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. Be sure to tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment, plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. Again, that's MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Why does he always seem like he's crying? You know what I mean? I, I, like, is it me? I don't know. Is it me? I, like, uh, I cannot. It's just, again, like, this one seems like it's hard. David and Sheila. This couple seems so hard for me to watch. Also, we found out that David was more than willing to show his eggplant, apparently, on camera to Sheila. I mean, it's fine. They're grown adults. They can do what they want. His body apparently is red. I mean, this is what I'm saying. We're getting, like, too much. Like, okay, they build up the emotional part of this. I mean, David and Sheila, she doesn't know sign language. Like, they only can commute, like, they only communicate via a computer translator. I guess that's fine. I guess it's just like, this is like a huge thing. Like these people uproot their lives. They spend thousands of dollars. I mean, TLC is paying for it. So I guess in a way, why not? You've been communicating with this person over the internet. You're getting a free trip. So you might as well go check them out. But I mean, like Sheila and like, 
uh, it's just so much. Like Sheila's home, living with her parents. They have like an outhouse. I mean, you take for granted how good life is here. It's just the whole show to me, I don't know. Maybe I, it's just hard for me to watch this season. I'm not sure why. I feel like people, these kind people are going to get really their hearts broken or like they shouldn't really be followed on TV. I don't know. So David and Sheila are going to try to communicate. They both have hearing issues. Uh, well, David is deaf and um, Sheila is hearing impaired, but through um, hearing aids is able to speak and um you know, I, I just, poor David, like every time we look at him, the guy looks like he's been crying all afternoon and it's like, oh God, you don't want to see his heart get broken, you know? Now, I love the promotional picture that they put off of them. I mean, he looks great. And, and you know, these guys, my God, they get cheated on left and right. It's unbelievable. Uh, we're also going to see uh, Misha and Nicola there. That couple and Christian and Cleo will be coming up. Anyhow, you're we're on to episode two. It's all right. Um, I just, I, again, David's, David's like, so I, like, I want to give the man a hug every time I see him. The guy's like, always looks like, I think it's just his skin. Like, I think he has rosacea. Is that how you say it? Rosacea, like on his nose. But the poor guy, I mean, I'm just like heartbroken for him. He's been cheated on. I mean, uh, all these men, my God. I mean, they can't, I don't know what it is with them. They can't keep the ladies. I mean, Riley, my God, Riley. I mean, he dated a woman for how many years? Then she completely ghosted him. She like was like, oh, hey, I'm going to get a sandwich and never came back. <sighs> Jamie says, is David Pink down there? Yes, we find that out on the show. <laughs> this is, it's too much with the sex. Like, I'm sorry, it's too much. Like, yeah, Sheila tells her friend he's basically red down there. Do we need, and that, that David is horny all the time. I mean, all these people are horned the fuck up. I swear. It's like, you know, on the one hand, you have a lot of empathy for them. They do a whole, they do a great job of painting their stories. And then at the end of the day, it just comes down to they all just want a bone. Like they really don't. <laughs> Let's see. Um, yeah, um, she Sheila had a broomstick that damaged her ear. That story is wild. It was wild. Oh, it seems like TLC doesn't care about these people. They try making money. I mean, look, at the end of the day, all these people sign up. They sign up. They want to be on. Uh, Lori says, maybe I'm maturing. I think it's the same thing with me. I think, and I, I uh, look, I haven't felt this way. I've been a TLC diehard fan. And I'm kind of more of a fan of the TLC shows like Thousand Pound Sisters, Welcome to Plathville, Sister Wives. I love a mama's boy. Just because we're not so saturated with them. I'm, I, I think I'm going to take a break from the 90-day franchise for the summer because it's just, we just had 90-day the other way. Now we've got before the 90 days. I'm sure we'll be getting a season of 90-day. It's just like a lot. And I'm kind of with Wendy. Let's skip to the tell-all. Girl, Wendy, I'm with you. I'd rather pick it back up at the tell-all. All right, uh, let me thank a couple of sponsors. And then we have a ton of Sister Wives tea. If you guys have thoughts on 90-day fiancé before the 90 days. I would love to hear them. Have you heard any other tea about Amanda? Amanda is the young widow uh, who's with Rosvin. Uh, a lot of controversy about when her husband was sick and passed away and when she met him. Please post all your comments on TikTok or I have a Reddit, reddit.com slash r slash the Sarah Fraser show. Just go to Reddit, type in the Sarah Fraser show. We can keep all our discussions going there. 
Uh, the other big thing is Horizon fibroids. You guys, 80% of women will have a fibroid by the age of 50. They can create long periods, heavy periods. I didn't even realize this, but some women's fibroids are so bad, they are getting monthly blood transfusions because they're anemic and they lose so much blood. Do not get a hysterectomy because that's the number one thing that OBGYNs recommend for people with um, fibroids if they if they have a lot of bleeding and bloating before seeing Horizon Fibroids. Horizonfibroids.com. Dr. Will Neem is a top, top doctor. And if you don't live in Maryland because he has three locations there, you can do a telehealth meeting with him schedule that appointment he accepts almost all insurance at horizonfibroids.com boston hernia is amazing too guys 25 percent of all men and 10 percent of all women will get a hernia many women get hernias from having babies boston hernia dr fullington dr reinhorn are two of the top 10 heller top 10 specialized doctors, highest ranked doctors in their profession for hernia surgery. They do four different types. This is another surgery. Lots of times people get hernia surgery that don't need it. Lots of times people get hernia surgery from a general surgeon doctor who is not specialized in hernias. If you have that happen, hernia surgery is the number one surgery I learned from Boston Hernia that can create chronic pain long-term for years. BostonHernia.com slash TSFS is where you can go to find out more information. They accept almost all insurance too. They will help match you to a specialist if you don't live in the Boston, New England area. You don't want to have hernia surgery. You don't want to send your husband to have hernia surgery without speaking to them. BostonHernia.com slash TSFS. All right, people are talking about the Duggar documentary again. Shiny, happy people. Now... I will say this. I watched the first three episodes of Shiny Happy People. I was highly annoyed, highly annoyed, because all they do is focus on this religious cult, IBLP or whatever it is. I don't give a shit, honestly, about it, because name a cult, name a religious group that doesn't, like, go down into sex. It all ends in sex. Okay, here, I can tell you, the, the name one that doesn't. Every religious documentary, this is how it goes down. It starts out with some guy who's charismatic and the leader and tells you the way to Christ and give all your, donate all of your money and they become rich. And then guess what? He and the, some of the other parishioners end up having sex with somebody. Okay. That's the whole thing. And they abuse their powers. There you go. Now, the only thing I will tell you, shiny, happy people on Amazon Episode four is worth going to. You could actually skip to episode four because they talk about Josh Duggar. They go into more detail about Josh Duggar, the abuse of the kids, and really the nutsack that appears to be Jim Bob and how he went to great lengths to cover for Josh Duggar and really try to keep the show going, withheld money from his kids. I'm very curious to get one of the, the daughters on that lived through that. The rest of it, I don't care. It's all the same stuff. Let's move on to Sister Wives. Sister Wives has a bunch of tea. A lot of things going down in the Sister Wives universe. The biggest thing that's going down this week, I got to meet Gwendolyn Brown. Gwendolyn Brown is a savage, all right? Now, Gwendolyn is Christine Brown's daughter and Cody, of course. Um, So Gwendolyn is again making headlines for her YouTube show because she's calling out Joy Behar from The View as being creepy. 
Now, do you guys remember years ago, Cody had appeared on The View and done a sit down. Actually, he was on the Joy Behar show when Joy Behar had her own spinoff talk show. And so Gwen watches a clip of this. And at some point, Joy Behar says, how many wives would you like to have? And Cody Brown says, one, five. And Joy Behar starts flirting with him and says, I would like to be the fifth wife. And Gwen comments and she's like, I'm totally creeped out. This was one of the creepiest things. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And Gwen even goes on to say that she had a teacher at school when she was um, in middle school that wanted to get with Cody as well. Oh, my God. These women love – I mean, isn't it? Isn't it crazy? Isn't it crazy? There is – it's why women, like, they try to get with guys in jail. I mean, it doesn't matter. I swear to God. This is why I don't understand why people, uh, like, on before the 90 days. Well, I guess I do understand. There is truly, like, a lid for every pot. You know what I mean? Like, anybody, if you're worried, if you're, like, some guy just wrote to me. He's like, I'm 40 years old. I'm a virgin. I'm like, dude, hire a prostitute. Head to Las Vegas. There's so many ways to get doing it. I mean, people will do you. I swear. Uh, Lori says, I would like to not marry Cody. <laughs> well, you're only one. People love the Codemeister. And Gwendolyn says it. Gwendolyn says that in middle school, she had a creepy teacher that would ask her about Cody, talk about Cody, want Cody to come in. It was wild. And so anyway, she's calling out Joy Behar. And her teacher and how people love to throw themselves at Cody. Now, uh, the other thing that Gwendolyn addressed this week was, is Robin, a lot of people, you know, Robin and Cody have been spotted in Vegas. They've been, they were spotted filming earlier with a, they were auditioning a sister wife who was from outside the United States. And then she basically got the willies from them and left. But somebody asked um, Gwen, if it's true that Robin has been seen um, sporting $400 flip-flops. 
Now, Gwendolyn has talked about her family as having, you know, Cody and Robin being terrible with money. But Gwen is denying that. She says that Robin is not really an extravagant clothing person, like meaning, you know, she buys a lot of clothes, but she doesn't buy expensive clothing items and highly doubts that she was sporting $400, um, you know, flip-flops at one point. Gwen also, the other big headline was, and I had already told you guys this because when the whole thing came out, I'm sure you remember, it was a couple podcast episodes ago, I talked about this. Um, and it, it had first, where did it, oh, it first surfaced on Gwen's YouTube. But there, you know, Gwen talked about Christine having a like late stage miscarriage and they buried the fetus in the backyard and they covered it with a bunch of rocks so animals wouldn't eat the fetus. Not my words, okay? Not my words. So Gwen does admit this past week, she was she came out and said that she does get angry phone calls from family members um, amid YouTube recaps. So, and I said this from the beginning, and, you know, Peyton Brown had said this, that family members are outraged about her um, YouTube channel. Um, she says she's not associated with the network by doing these videos, and... She is going to continue to do them. She speaks her truth, but she does get angry phone calls from family members who are unhappy with things that are said. I mean, I have to imagine when the miscarriage story surfaced, like I have to imagine they're not happy with her at all, amongst other things, okay? And, you know, it's interesting. I'm sure that the kids do not get paid at all. I think it's probably Christine, Janelle, Cody, Robin, you know, I mean, I in, in Gwendolyn's defense, I mean, I think it's smart that Gwendolyn is making money off it. Everybody else is. And I mean, if there's one thing, I hope the Brown kids learned from the Duggar kids who got no money, basically, until the end when, you know, the walls were caving in and then supposedly Jim Bob paid them out like minimum wage or something. Of course, for a show that he'd made millions and millions of dollars off. Um, so anyhow, Gwen, that was the latest controversy from Gwendolyn Brown. Christine Brown, we all know, is getting married in July coming up. Um, it seems like everything is going well there. You know, there was people were messaging me saying that um, there had been pictures of Christine Brown that had surfaced where she looked upset and wasn't wearing her wedding band. I, I just don't think that there's any controversy. Um, she was seen at a gas station and people thought that she was, she looked like she was crying. I mean, I think it's hard to say she was pumping gas in Utah without her diamond sparkler. Apparently she's wedding planning. She hopped on her Instagram. She said that the wedding planning is going awesome. I don't think that there's any issues. I think these two are pretty solid. They are getting married in July. I don't know why she was upset or not upset, but I think so far things are really, really good for the entire family. I don't think that there's any any drama that's amiss. Um, so, you know, and again, the, if you're wondering, I've said this, you know, I said this on a previous podcast episode, but their wedding will be filmed. And I've said from the start, there's not going to be a spinoff of Sister Wives. Um, now, they actually did do this with the Duggar kids. They tried to keep the whole Duggar train alive by doing having the kids have a spinoff. Uh, you know, the, the rumor is now they're going to test Christine and Co- and uh, David Woolley's wedding. They're going to film that. They're going to pick the cameras back up in July, film the entire wedding. They're probably continuing to still film all the details. 
And if that does really well, which I'm imagining it will do terrific, that they could consider a spinoff. I just, I just don't think there's an, I'm sorry, like even, you know, Janelle and Christine don't really talk to Mary. Mary is still in contact with Cody and Robin. I think Mary's allegiance is going to be to Cody and Robin, even though they're separated. I don't see how Janelle and Christine, like what they could do. I don't think they're going to have enough drama. That's just my take. I just, I think we're going to see separate shows within one show. But I don't think they're going to get a spinoff. Um, all right. The other big news story. This this one is, is like, this one breaks my heart, too. And I'm really curious to hear, like, if you guys have followed this. But everybody remembers Paul Steele. Remember Paul Steele uh, and Karini from 90 Day Fiance several seasons ago? Uh, they have two boys together. Um. Well, he's made headlines again this week. Supposedly, Karini was very, very close to getting full custody of the boys. But now Paul alleges that cousins, first cousins of his, have taken Ethan and Pierre and uh, are going for full custody to adopt them. Paul, 40 years old, wrote on his Instagram stories this past Friday, we understand... We understand where we both went wrong. Our children are our utmost priority. Unfortunately, because of our toxic past, getting them back together will be impossible. So now it's looking like a motion, which InTouch has a copy of, that it has, they have been asked, the cousins have asked to have permanent custody of them. Really? Like even their, even Karini like can't get full custody I mean she seems like she's been working her way back to taking great care of those kids I'm not even certain I mean this story is so tragic she's had a GoFundMe up to try to get them back I mean Paul seems like there's a lot off there for sure um but Kareen is is apparently filing an emergency motion to try to stop uh the kids being permanently placed she has been fully compliant and completed everything the judge has asked of her. So alone, she should be able to gain, regain custody. I would think she's going to. I mean, my brief interaction with, you know, my husband and I at some point want to become foster parents. There's a lot of steps to, to do that. But I mean, they tell you like every single step of the way that the number one thing is to reunite them with the parents and then with an immediate family member. So I have to imagine she's close I mean, she does seem like she's been doing everything right. Uh, even as as uh, just as 2021, uh, Kareen had filed a restraining order against Paul, claiming that she was the victim of uh, alleged sexual assault and domestic violence. I believe it. He seems way off to me. Uh, since losing their sons, they've both been working as a team to gain back custody, including fighting a major legal battle with a family member. I don't know. That story is so, 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 so sad. A lot of people had sent me her GoFundMe. If anybody wants to donate, I think it's still up and still live. Okay. Um, oh, all right. Are you guys going to continue to watch 90 Day? Uh, you know I will. I mean, you know I will. I say, oh, 90 Day before the 90 Days. Ah, oh, drives me insane. But I'll watch. I mean, I'll watch. You know, I mean, I have to like yell at Jasmine and Gino. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be annoyed and have to watch them. Lori says their children were never the utmost priority. I don't, that's, that one breaks my heart. To lose your kids is got, it's just like the lowest low. A new show should be called Ex-Sister Wives. 
Uh, no one has enough going on for a whole show. I agree. The Sister Wives, I just, I've never thought there was going to be a spinoff. A lot of people online are like, oh, Janelle and uh, Christine are getting a spinoff. I love them both, but I just don't, I just don't see. I mean, you have to have so much going on. The kids are grown. They're not going to really feature, like, I mean, what are, they, what are David and Christine, what are we going to follow? I think she's been through hell with Cody. I don't think she wants to fight with David on camera. So, you know, I don't think so. All right. Love you guys. Follow at the Sarah Fraser Show across all platforms. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.